Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is Oh Hell No Devil, and it's hosted by Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. And now, call your neighbors and friends, and you tell them that Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn are about to bring you the word, raw and uncut. Oh, hell no devil deals directly with the demonic element that's operating behind the scenes in your life. And as we go into tonight's broadcast, we encourage you to speak to your circumstances, and you'll always be victorious. And now, here are your hosts, Miss Tony and Miss Evan. Welcome back, listeners and body of Christ. Thank you for joining us once again to Oh Hell No Devil. I'm your host, Evelyn. And I'm your host, Tony. And tonight we are still talking about the weapons of our warfare. But we're going to get started with our prayer tonight. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you watch over your word. Your blood is worn out, shed in the blood of Jesus to perform it. Father God, because you care for your people, I want all mankind to have the life that you desire, Father, revival. Lord, your revival brings life and nourishment, preservation, and restoration. Thank you for sending Jesus, yes, Lord, to give us your abundant life. Revival not only is life to me, but life to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. Therefore, I intercede on behalf of all the people. I call upon you as the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Jesus, and us, the body of Christ. I call upon the mighty name of Jesus, yes, Lord. All mankind needs life, Lord. All mankind needs revival because it is life, your life. And I speak and sow seeds of revival. Everywhere we go, send forth angels to reap the harvest of revival all over the world. Pour yourself out on the people, Lord, Lord of the harvest. Send forth laborers, positioning them in strategic places to minister as you pour out your spirit on all flesh. Almighty God, show yourself mighty and strong with signs and wonders. Holy 
Spirit, breathe on all the people of the world. And I pray this in the name above all names, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. And, of course, I hope you all have your pen and papers out tonight and your Bibles because we're going to be going back to our familiar passage of Scripture, Matthew 16, starting at verse 13 through 19. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, just like he's saying unto us the body of Christ today, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay. And now I'm going to give you what the gates of hell represents. The gates of hell represents Satan and all of the world's evil forces striving to destroy the church of Jesus Christ. But God will always have a remnant of believers in the body of Christ that will raise up as mighty warriors to fiercely tread down the powers of darkness and set the captives free. Yes, they will demonstrate the lordship and the power of the Holy Spirit against Satan, sin, sicknesses, disease, poverty, and the world and the demonic. It is this body of Christ that Satan, all of his hosts, can never resist or destroy. The keys of the kingdom represents God's delegated authority to the body of Christ. And by these keys, they rebuke sin, sicknesses, disease, and etc. So pray effectively for God's calls on the earth to tie up the demonic and to set the captives free. Amen. Amen. Welcome, body of Christ. This is Tony. Today's thought for the body of Christ is who is your enemy? Who is your enemy? Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There is a satanic principle involved in all of this. That is happening today, body of Christ. The Bible describes the old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, Revelations 12 and 9. And we know him to be at work confusing all people and all nations. His handiwork is to be seen at every turn. By the Christ, Satan is determined that the dark, joyless river 
of humanity shall continue on its tormented way until the end of time. He won over Adam in the garden, and he is, body of Christ, convinced that he can claim the souls of Adam's descendants for himself. But we know the devil is a lie. There is not a thinking person in the world today who has not wondered many times about the existence of the devil, that he does exist. There's no doubt we see his power and influence everywhere. The question is not, is there a devil, but how and why did the devil come to be? We know from the story of Adam and Eve, that the devil was already present on the earth before God made the first man. Eva already existed, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Else God would not have made a tree whose fruit gave the awareness of God. The awareness, I'm sorry, of good and bad, good and evil, that would have being no necessity for such a tree, no possibility of it, if Eva had not already existed, been present, hmm. and man been in need of protection from it. Thank God for for Jesus, body of Christ. We needed protection from this evil. So we're going to be talking about tonight. Who is your enemy and the weapons of our warfare? So that came from, that thought came from Peace with God by Billy Graham. Okay. I have a quote from the late Pope Paul VI. said, whole societies have fallen under the denomination of the devil. Sex and narcotics providing opening for Satan's infiltration of mankind. One of the great needs of our hmm, what sex, Evelyn, mm-hmm. and narcotics provide openings for Satan's infiltration of mankind. One of the great needs of our time is a defense against that evil which we call the devil. We all are under an obscure denomination. It is by Satan, the prince of this world, the number one enemy. (laughs) It was only a few years ago that those who took a stand against demons were criticized by their Christ. They were not believed. Now, that time is gone, Christians. Yes, we want information on how to discern demon power. We want to know how to exorcise demons and how to keep people free from satanic forces. By the Christ, the devil's best defense has been his successful delusion of mankind into thinking he does not exist. If we swallow that lie, Evelyn, we are simply proving how clever he is and how unbelievable 
unbelievable. It is would be unbelievable and naive we humans can be. But the devil is a liar. Yes, he is. That is not going to happen. No, it is not. I'm going to start off reading who is your enemy. And it says, trouble seems to be as much a part of life as breathing. Everyone has trouble at some point in his or her life. And human nature always wants to place the blame for its trouble on someone else. Mm. And that started in the Garden of Eden, Tony. As soon as Adam had to explain his disobedience to God, he pointed a finger to his wife. Does that sound familiar? You know, we always want to point the finger at someone else, but we have to look at ourselves. And when God said, Adam, have you, he asked him specifically, eaten from the forbidden tree? And Adam replied, the woman that you gave me, (laughs) she gave me of the tree and I ate. It wasn't my idea. When trouble arises, the most natural thing to do is to place the blame for it on someone or something. And sadly, for the most part, many Christians have been falsely accusing God of being the cause of their troubles. And this is the number one deception sown in the church today, that our problems, our trials, or our temptations are sent by God to teach us something. Mm. And this lie says that trials and tribulation are God's tools of developing and strengthening our character. The very extreme of this deception is that God himself is the author of our troubles or that God is the one who makes us sick in order to teach us something. What can that teach you? That can't teach you anything. Teach you not to trust God, but we serve a good God. God God is good. A healing God. And, you know, this is absolutely against the word of God. Yes, we do. A healing God. By the Christ, we serve a loving God. It is written in God's word, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Remember, there is a devil on the loose. These demons are personalities without bodies, and they are highly organized as fallen spirits, Evelyn. They desire to dwell in a body in order to manifest themselves. They are angry with God because of their fallen state. Their prime motive is to destroy what God loves or creates cheaply man. He's out to destroy who God loves. God loves us, body of Christ. He gave us Jesus' soul, a loving God. And we as parents who love our kids, would you do anything to hurt, harm, or destroy your own child? No. No, not a loving parent. That's why it is written in Ephesians six twelve, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities 
against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Remember, the devil is a liar, and he is a defeated foe. Yeah. Jesus whooped him. Yeah. He took the keys, <laughs> and he gave us the ball and the key. And his his precious name, saints, the name of Jesus, the name above every name, the word of God, the blood of Jesus, amen, and the Holy Spirit, Evelyn, yes. we have protection. protection. Yes, we do. Yes. The very basic principles of a Christian life is to know that God put our sin, our sicknesses, disease, sorrow, grief, and poverty on Jesus at Calvary. And for God to put any of this on us to teach us or to strengthen our faith would be a miscarriage of justice. To believe that God has a purpose for your sickness, body of Christ, would mean that Jesus bore your sicknesses in vain. And what an insult to his love and care and compassion toward you. In order to place the blame where blame is due, body of Christ, believers need a fresh revelation of who is our true source of our troubles, Tony. Yes. And the only way we will receive this revelation is by rightly dividing the word of truth. For James 1 and 8 says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And Jesus said in Luke eleven seventeen that a house divided against itself will fall. Therefore, if a man thinks imagines, assumes, or in any way has the idea that God is behind his trouble, either by permission or commission, he will never resist him, Tony. Never. Never. (laughs) Never. Leviticus 19.31 says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. By their Christ, the devil advertises his services today and today's society in dozens of ways by their Christ, never out in the open. He nevertheless is not far from the surface. In the newspaper, he charms millions with the so-called guidance, Evelyn, mm-hmm. of the ages, written in the daily horoscopes. Mm. Mm. Horoscopes, book racks at the supermarkets, and newspaper stands, inviting the readers to read books with themes of exorcism, witchcraft, and the like. Movie theaters, Evelyn, mm-hmm. doing his bidding, enticing yeah. the vulnerable, young and old alike, to explore the world of the unknown, the weird, and the devilish. Television, television joins the trend. Yes. <laughs> How? How so? How so? How would you think that the TV has influence in this? But what are you seeing? Yes. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? Satan worships in a cops and robbers evening show. 
You know, he sent stuff through the mail. He was saying product offerings, full sets of encyclopedias of the supernatural or the latest slick porn magazines. Mm. Uh, And that's something. When I was studying earlier today, I was reading the story of this father was giving his testimony about his sons. They were 13. His son was 13 years old, and he and his friends became, well, curious with the Beatles' music for a time. It was the reason I say they were curious because it was this particular song Mm -hmm. that if you read the lyrics backwards, Evelyn, it was a demonic message. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So he went on to say that he and his wife were sitting downstairs that evening, and his son rushed into the room, frightened, and cried, Dad, the devil is in my room. Mm. He said, I didn't know what to make of it. Well, if he's there, then you're going to have to tell me how he got there, I said. He told me that he and his friends had been you know, listening to the song by the Beatles, and they were trying to figure out how to read the lyrics backwards to see what the message was. So he told his son just stay with his mom for a while. He went up, and he said, when I reached the room, I knew a devil was there. The feeling was strange. It made my flesh crawl. But I had dealt with the devil before, so I wasted no time mm-hmm. in taking charge. Evelyn, he said, I slammed that door. I said, you wicked devil. Mm-hmm. What right do you have coming into my house? Remember, we was talking about you got something to say. Yes. You have something to say. What Business do you have coming into my house? This house is cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I want you to know I've already claimed the covering of Jesus' blood for my son. And now I'm ordering you to get out of this house and never return. Furthermore, I'm sleeping in this room, and I will not be bothered by you. That's what I'm talking about, Evelyn. You got to stand up against the enemy. I was sharing with Evelyn that once when my son was in high school, I kept hearing, like, the door was opening and closing. I'm like, what is that sound? But I knew the kids were in their rooms and they were asleep, Evelyn. But I kept hearing something. So I came downstairs, and it was like I could hear little feet pattering, stirring Mm -hmm. back and forth. And I'm like, what is that? Then I heard something say, spirit of darkness, spirit of death. I said, what in the, what? What Hold on. (laughs) So I went back after I took authority, of course. I said, what? Spirit of darkness, spirit of death, in the name of Jesus, I command you to get out of my house and get out now. 
And then the next morning I asked my son, I said, what are you listening to? Right. I say, what are you listening to? I said, because I kept seeing something come back and forth, mm-hmm. like stirring, but it would only go so far. It wouldn't cross over to what would have to pass my room, right. but it just stayed in the area of his room. Mm-hmm. And he told me it was some music that he had been listening to. I said, well, baby, you need to get rid of it. But I did not tell him to get rid of it before I showed him why. And after I, you know, revealed to him why, that is how the enemy, we call the devil, evil spirits, Mm -hmm. get into or try to capture your mind and thoughts with lyrics of those songs, some of those particular songs that their youths are listening to today, Evelyn. So we have a part to play in that by, you know, giving, teaching our kids what the Word of God has to say in this particular Mm -hmm. Situation. situation. So we're going to go on a praise break, a commercial break, and we're going to come back and continue. Tony and Miss Evelyn will return in Oh Hell No Devil in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. You'll be blessed. Got something on your mind? Want a prayer request? Got a situation? Something you want to talk to Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn about? Well, give them a call tonight. 323-784- 9638 Maybe you just want to talk to somebody That's why they're here To help you turn around Face that situation And speak to it So give them a call tonight At 323-784-9638 And if you're holding right now And you want to speak to the host Press 1 You be blessed Welcome back, listeners. This is Evelyn. 
I left off when I was talking to you all about uh, Luke 11 and 17, that a house divided itself against will fall. Therefore, if a man thinks, imagines, assumes, or in any way has the idea that God is behind his troubles, either by permission or commission, he will never resist him. And if he does not resist Satan, then he will certainly fail because his hesitation will give Satan just the edge he needs to defeat him. And I want to share something with you about leaving the devil's territory alone. You can't play on the devil's territory. Not long ago, on a Sunday night in our church, several people came forward for prayer at the close of the service, and among them was a Sunday school teacher. And then when it was time for me to pray for her, I had no freedom to pray. He said something was wrong. And finally, he asked what the matter was. And to his surprise, a man's voice answered out of the lady's mouth. What? He said she came to see the movie in the adult theater, and I entered her. The spirit said I had every right to enter her. He said when he asked the woman if this was true, she admitted it was. She felt like, Tony, she had the need to know what went on in the movie house that showed the X-rated films in order to teach against it. Oh, Mm-mm. No. no, you didn't, he said. You went in there and enjoyed what you saw. Wow. And she nodded her head. I believe that's when she stepped into the theater. She entered Satan's territory and opened herself to a demon, and knowing this, the man laid his hand upon her and commanded the evil spirit to leave, and it obeyed. This opened an avenue of thinking to me. I began to understand that when a Christian goes into the devil's territory, unless intending to do battle and rescue lost souls, that Christian becomes vulnerable to whatever Satan offers even to being invaded by an evil spirit. spirit. Yes. Mm. By that Christ, in the world of the spirit, there is a challenger, a counterfeit, an opponent of God mm-hmm. who knows his business, but there is also the armor of God, the word of God, and the power to defeat the opponent. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, to resist Satan, draw near to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist him. But first, you got to stay under spiritual order, remember? Mm-hmm. Draw not to God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Then you resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But when it hesitates, Evelyn, not opposing, but wandering, then Satan can easily defeat him. We must order to stop. We must, and we must stop him. We must clearly distinguish between what is coming from Satan and not blame God for something that is not his doing. That is why, body of Christ, it is so extremely important to rightly divide the word concerning these issues. And whenever God reveals his word to a man, 
Satan comes immediately to steal the word. Why? I mean, why does the devil come to steal the word? What, by the Christ, did you ever think what is so important about the word of God that he is threatened by and he comes immediately to try to steal? Did you ever think about that, Emma? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus said that Satan comes immediately to steal the word from his heart. When we know heart is symbolic of your spirit, man. Jesus said that he would. He said that the source sows the word, and Satan comes immediately to take away the word which was sown. And that's in Mark 4. The body of Christ. Satan has no, no defense against, against the, the word. word of so God. we know why he comes to try to steal the word, body of Christ, because he has no defense against the word of God. He has no defense against the lordship of Jesus or the name of Jesus. He has no defense against a born-again believer. That's why Jesus said you must be born again, who is walking in faith and acting on the word of God. He has no defense against these because Jesus said that all power has been given unto him both in heaven and in earth. Matthew 28, 18, body of Christ, good news. Satan has been stripped. Mm -hmm. Evelyn, he's been stripped of his power. Yes. Yes, he has. He's been stripped and the devil knows. He is defenseless. Yes. So, in order to stop the revelation of God's word in the believer, his only tool is deception. deception. He must sow a deception, something that sounds good and looks good. Like that movie theater. Yes. Okay, yeah, but it's really a wolf in sheep's clothing. He usually does this most successfully. In the areas of religion, he uses religion to blind and deceive the people of God. And by sowing the seed of deception through religious traditions, Satan has robbed the church of her power. He has no defense against our real spiritual weapons, but he can easily defend himself against our carnal religious traditions Evelyn, religion is a monster. Yes, you know, yes. you hear people say, uh, I just so religious. You so religious. I said, listen, I don't have any religion, but I do have a relationship. So that is your answer when people talk about your religion. Your religion. Uh, don't let me lay my religion down. You, Some people need to. Mm-hmm. And take up a relationship. Yes. It's time out. Playtime play is over, body of Christ. The devil is out. He's out stealing. He's out killing. And he's out destroying. So it's time for us to fight on. Yes. Fight the good fight of faith. Jesus already won the war. So the victory is ours through Christ Jesus. Yes. But we do have a part to play in it. Yes. Ellen, we yes. have to resist yes. him. Yes, we do. So we're going to take a praise break for a minute, and then we're going to come back and wrap it up.
One of the most difficult things to do is find yourself in a storm. While in that storm, it seems like everyone who you thought you could count on has walked away. Sometimes it seems like even God himself has forgotten about you. But in spite of that, to still be able to lift your hands and say, Lord, I trust you. Wanting nothing. And if any of you lack wisdom, 
Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And that's James 1, 2 through 8. Notice that James said in 1 and 3 that the trying of your faith works patience. It does not say that the trying of your faith is to teach you or that it perfects your faith. That is truly good news, Evelyn. That is good news. Or that it makes your faith strong. Faith is strengthened by the word of God. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And that is Romans ten seventeen. So the trying of your faith, body of Christ, exercises patience. Now, you may say, what does patience mean? Well, the definition of patience is not to put up with anything like many of us think. The dictionary says that to be patient is to be constant or the same way all the time, regardless of circumstances. Circumstances, good news. Yes, yes, that is good news. In this way, we as believers must be patient, stable, consistent, the same way all the time. All the time. And when I say all the time, I can testify, uh, give a testimony of that myself. The uh, enemy has came at me several different times to attack me with illness or symptoms of illness. But each time, Evelyn, I had to remain consistent and stable Mm -hmm. knowing that this too shall pass. I just kept speaking God's word over the situation in faith. Mm-hmm. When I say in faith, my faith is in God. And to have faith in God is to believe what God's word has to say. You can't separate your faith from God's word. Faith in God's word is in synonymous. You can't separate the two. And whatever God said, to me in his word by his spirit in that situation was it was so and I just kept speaking over it and a couple of months it would pass Mm -hmm. and would go away but the devil is very persistent also he'll keep coming back to try you Mm -hmm. but you have to remain even more consistent you have to the same way all the time, regardless, body of Christ, of our circumstances, regardless of what life throws at us, we should always respond in exactly the same way. Thus said it, the word of God. Mm-hmm. Whew, glory. When we respond this way, we take on the same attribute as Jesus, the same Yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Jesus. This is the reason Jesus is always the same body of Christ. He never varies. 
to the right or to the left from the word of God. James 1, 4, 1 and 4 tells us that if we will let patience have a perfect work, we will be perfect and entire, wanting nothing, nothing. A patient man, Evelyn, is a stable man. Yes, he is. Glory to God. He is a constant man. He is a single-minded man. He doesn't have to ask himself, who is my enemy? Is God my problem or is Satan? Is there a shady area between the two? Yes, Tony, and this poses another question. Many Christians are asking today, does God use Satan to discipline his family? (laughs) What is the chastisement of the Lord, or does it mean the same in the New Testament as it does in the Old? And to answer these questions, you must know how to rightfully divide the word of truth. Yes. So you may say, well, what does it mean to rightly divide the word? At the cross and resurrection of Jesus, and one side is a promise, and the other side is a fact. Yes, yes, a fact. Isaiah 53 is a prophecy of Jesus, the Messiah. Isaiah is prophesizing here and is speaking of the things that are to be laid on Jesus. Notice verse 5. But he, Jesus, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised, body of Christ, for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Yes, body of Christ, that is good news. We're healed. And healing is not only physical. Healing is of your spirit, your soul, your mind. Your will, your emotions, have you just been so overwhelmed with problems and thoughts that you didn't know what to do or think? Jesus healed us. Mm -hmm. He healed us, body of Christ. We're healed. Spirit, soul, body, mind, will, emotions, Evelyn, thoughts, finances, and everything. We are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The English Dictionary defines chastisement as punishment by inflicting pain. Jesus bore our sins so that we don't have to bear them. Mm-hmm. I said it's a good fight of faith. Yes. He bore our sickness so that we don't have to bear them. He bore our punishing chastisement so that we don't have to bear it. Praise God. Praise God. The following prophecy from Isaiah 54, and this is my favorite chapter in Isaiah, the 54. Isaiah 54 is no longer speaking of Jesus on the cross by the Christ. It is speaking of the resurrected Jesus, the Redeemer. He is no longer Speaking to Israel, but to the church of Jesus Christ, that is us. It is written in a little raft. I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. 
and all thy children, glory to God, Evelyn, shall be taught of the Lord, and grace shall be the peace of thy children, and righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me, whosoever shall gather together against thee, shall fall for thy sake. Behold, God said, look, I created the smith that blows the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waste to destroy. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the service of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Yes. Oh, glory. Yes. Every day, body of Christ, I read it, and I claim it, and I possess it, yes. and I walk in it. Yes. Notice verse 8, but with everlasting kindness, God said, I will. Have mercy on thee, said the Lord, thy Redeemer. Mm-hmm. The Redeemer is talking here. Did you hear it? The Redeemer, Evelyn, is talking. Okay. Yes, <laughs> when we read this, we are reading from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. This is what God himself, himself has to say. Evelyn. Yes. What he said. He said, all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. Who are those children here talking about, Tony? We are. We are the believers, the body of Christ, the children of God. Yes, as a result of the new birth and righteousness shall be established. This is for us right now here on earth. We have already been established in righteousness. Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and a gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. What what does the word say about us with fear is concerned, Tony? First John two and five says, But whoso keepeth his word in him verily the love of God is perfected. And first John four eighteen says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has torment. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. There is no question about it, Tony. Oppression, fear, and terror will gather together against us. Satan will still try to fight us, even though Jesus has already defeated him through the cross. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. The Lord, your Redeemer, is speaking, and he says that oppression, 
fear and terror are not from him. Yes, he says, Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. What is the Lord saying here? Glory to God. Body of Christ. Yes. Yes. God's saying, what he's saying is, I created Satan. Ezekiel told of how Satan was created perfect, and then iniquity was found in him. This is where the problem lies. God has given his word on certain indisputable points. He will not break or go back on his word, body of Christ, even to Satan. This puts God in the position of having to keep his word. When Satan became involved and keep his word where man is involved, Satan is trying to trap God, body of Christ, in a lie, to trap him into going back on his word. God would then be subject to the father of lies. So what God is saying to us is, I created the one who caused your trouble. I will be responsible for it. Glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, my favorite verse, Evelyn. No weapon. No weapon. No is not a trick word. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Even though God created Satan Evelyn, mm-hmm. even though Satan committed treason before God and led man into treason, God has provided a way mm-hmm. so that no weapon, mm-hmm. no weapon Satan forms against us will prosper, Evelyn. Yes. And every time that shall rise against us in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Glory to God. This is the heritage of the servants, servants of the Lord. I'm a servant, and their righteousness is of me, said of the Lord. The battle lines are drawn by the Christ. God is not your problem. Satan is your problem. Mm -hmm. He's your enemy. But good news, the good news is that God has provided your complete deliverance through Jesus Christ, the yes. battle lines are drawn. By the Christ, we received our teaching revelations from Kenneth Copeland, Know Your Enemy. I highly recommend that you invest in this revelation knowledge yes. because it is vital to the body of Christ today. Yes. And we'll pick it up from time to time and discuss it together. But pick it up at your local bookstore. Call in the ministry and and get your copy for yourself because it's good, good revelation knowledge. Yes, it is. And notice I said revelation knowledge. Rightly divide the word. Evelyn, back to you. (laughs) Thank you for that, Tony. Isaiah 5417 is a very very strong scripture because when people used to come against me, I said, don't be no weapon. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'd be like, you don't know who's fighting my battle. Exactly. Don't I mean, come, don't roll up on me like that. See, and that's for everybody. everybody. It's for everybody. Just yes, don't, don't be a weapon. weapon. Yes. 
don't be a weapon because God did not make that for his children. And those that come against his children, they will come under the consequences of that. They're going to be coming against God. Yes, and God's not going to let anybody fight him. Yes, and we are the body of Christ. And it's once again, we thank you all for being with us this evening. And if you want to leave us questions or comments, you can go to um, com and go to Oh Hell No Devil, click to the left, and you can go stroll down to the bottom and you can leave us questions or comments or anything that you would uh, like us to know. And you can also call in at 323-784-9638 if you have a question or a comment that you would like to discuss on air. And we're going to leave you with this from Isaiah 40, verse 29 and 31. You give me power when I am faint and weary. In my weaknesses, you increase my strength in me. Yes, I wait for you. Expect, look for, and hope in you, Lord, and you renew my strength and power. Yes, Lord. I will lift up with wings of strength and rise as an eagle. I shall run and not be weary, hallelujah. I shall walk and not faint or become tired. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Again, that is Isaiah 40, verse 29 and 31. Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for this favorable day, and we thank you for your word, Lord. Yes, because you watch over your word, Lord, to perform it and bring it to pass on our behalf. And, Lord, we just stand on that, and we believe that tonight. And as we close out, we invite you to be with us again next week. Be blessed. Amen.